Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Female Holistic Health Apothecary. Here we talk about all things naturopathy and regarding female health. We talk about the benefits of essential oils. We talk about acupuncture, holistic health, and most importantly, topics of female health that are not typically covered by the mainstream media, medical cover-ups, medical conspiracies, and so forth. So sit back, flip on your diffuser, Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to a concurrent episode of the Female Holistic Health Apothecary and the Awakened Man. I hope you guys are doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about getting off the drugs. Getting off the drugs. Now, I did an episode maybe eight episodes back about how we need to stop drugging up our children. And I felt like, well, Yes, we shouldn't be drugging our children unless it's absolutely, 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 absolutely necessary. But we need to get off the drugs too. The large majority of reasons we are on medications are things that are preventable or they're and or they're minor maladies. So you think of the biggest sellers of drugs. This is going to be for cholesterol, like Lipitor, Crestor statins, high blood pressure drugs. These are going to be like Divan, hydrochlorothiazide, and others, Tenolol, metformin for diabetes. And then over in the psychiatric ones, it's going to be the antidepressants and then the anti-anxiety ones like the benzos, like Xanax, Ativan. Most of these things we could get off if we really made a concerted effort. Lots of times people get on these drugs because they go to the nine-minute visit with the allopathic regular doctor. The doctor checks their vitals or does their blood work and says, Oh, your blood pressure is high. Oh, your cholesterol is high. Oh, you might be pre-diabetic or diabetic. And so since the allopathic doctor was trained or er, brainwashed at the medical school, that essentially the only way to treat any condition and quote air quote on the treat is to give people drugs. And plus we're in the Insta Papa pill mentality today of just, I need something instant gratification, hit the like button, hit the like button, pop a pill. So it's this bad combination. Then you throw in how people are constantly inundated, especially if you're older and watch linear television with drug commercials. Talk to your doctor today about fill in the blank. This is not what people need to hear. But the naturopathic voice, the holistic health voice, the complementary medicine voice, you really don't hear it. You might get it. You might have, you know, your quote, quacky friends on Facebook or whatever who might send you stuff. Seven ways to, to treat high blood pressure naturally. Or we have a couple episodes on testosterone not to fall for the scam of low T treatment because that treatment can lead to heart attacks and other problems. So yes, you might hear people in your life who, who tell you these things, but you never investigate it because it's always, most people still have the paradigm. And my mother's no different. My brother's no different. Well, if the doctor says it, it must be true. And we have an episode not that long ago, a couple of weeks ago, retorting to that. Remember, doctors are only as good as what they're trained. In med school, is mostly pharmacology. They're taught scant amount on botanical science, clinical nutrition, and other things like that. 
And yes, I'm sure if a doctor was listening to this, it'd be like, well, you know, Gregory, we tell people to lose their weight. We tell them to eat better. But you're not giving them concrete things. So even though they have this monopoly on it and a lot of people are drugging up, then you have like 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 uh, the time machine, H.G. Wells's, the Eloys and the Morlocks. You have the Morlocks who are like, yeah, drugs, drugs, junk food, I'll eat fast food, GMO food. Then you have the Eloys who are waking up and there is a larger group of people who are in fact waking up. So you do see on one level holistic health, you know, the paleo movement, the eat clean movement growing. So people are like, I don't want to be taking a high cholesterol drug that might be destroying my liver because we do need to make cholesterol, the liver makes it, for the next 40 years. So they might Google natural ways to lower LDL cholesterol or natural ways to lower blood pressure. Or are there ways to reverse type 2 diabetes? So you see these Google searches going up for these things because there is a population that doesn't want to be taking these drugs, and kudos to you. You also see people looking up natural ways to get rid of depression. In our top 20 episodes, the first 20, we have one there because it's so important. And again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving you medical advice per se. If any of you have severe depression, consult a health professional immediately. But for mild depression, the blues, this is very human to have these things. And like your dog dies or somebody in your family dies or you're going through divorce. 70% of the time when a, a human, an American I should say, is prescribed a psychiatric drug, 70% of the time it's not by a psychiatrist. It's by an OBGYN or a family doctor who are not trained in pharmacology and how these drugs affect your brains. But it's more convenient because you don't want to get the referral and it's cheaper just to go to your family doctor. Oh, I'm feeling sad. Okay, well, here's a script for Xanax. I'm feeling anxious. Here's, here's a script for Paxil or Zoloft. And nobody reads the inserts and nobody tells them, oh, you know, your side effects might be sexual dysfunction. Your side effects might be weight gain. Your side effects might be anxiety. You look at the SSRIs. It says in the insert, the side effect might be potential homicidal and suicidal ideation. We don't read the inserts. So guys, if you're having mild depression, there are ways to treat that. Exercise, sunlight, or light therapy if you're in the winter. Cathartic activities like talking to your friends, journaling, interacting with humans, changing your diet, less sugar, work on your microbiome. But do you hear this? If you, if you did a family feud style and talked to 100 people on the street, what are natural ways to alleviate high blood pressure or, or whatever it is? Most people aren't going to know. You look at cholesterol, high blood pressure stuff. There's tons of studies. All right, type 2 diabetes. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Very powerful. If you look at the other ones. Berries. Powerful. Dark chocolate. Powerful. Leafy greens, powerful. There are dietary changes that you can do, not to mention exercise, which is a complete systemic uh, ameliorator or improver. So no, no matter what your disease is or malady, exercise improves it. So if you are insulin resistant or you, you have prediabetes or you do have high cholesterol, hypertension, 
or whatever it is, even joint pain. Exercise is good. So this is where we need to go. So when you go to the doctor and the doctor says you have fill in the blank, whatever mild aforementioned malady it is, you really have a fork in the road because they're off, they're going to offer you the red pill like Neo in the Matrix, but it's going to have side effects. Most people don't bother to look them up and you might be going down a long road of taking that drug because let's say after your puppy dies, you want to get off of it. The withdrawal on some of these psychiatric drugs is worse than staying on it and dealing with the side effects. So the next time you are offered something because they tell you that your your blood work is off, I would recommend that maybe look into natural ways to remedy these things. You could do it like I've mentioned with diabetes. You have some people that just give me the metformin and I can keep eating bread and drinking beer. Or what? I can radically change my diet and exercise and lifestyle and maybe I can eradicate type 2 diabetes in six months. But that requires work and that's, that's much more difficult. But in the long run, it might be better to do that. So in closing, guys, there is a world for complementary medicine where we do use the allopathic for intervention, surgeries, important stuff like that. But then we also use the more holistic arts, so to speak, for either prevention or treatment of mild pathologies. The American Medical Association, of course, does not want you to go down that road because it's going to undercut them. This is why, for example, even though naturopathic doctors get a lot of training, as many years as med school, half of the states ban them from practicing. Canada, they can practice in the Commonwealth, they can. But there is a monopoly. There is a monopoly on this. And the doctors will say, well, because the holistic people aren't as well trained, da, 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 they'll quote these things. Oh, the holistic side doesn't practice empirical science. That's not necessarily true. There is a world where both of these can work together and it benefits everybody. Because ideally, isn't that why medicine is around? Is to benefit all of us? Isn't that what they say? Isn't that why doctors take the Hippocratic Oath? I don't know. I thought so. But either way, guys, look at your medicine cabinet. See what you're taking. Google if there's natural ways to get rid of these things. And maybe give it a shot. Maybe. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post a review on Spotify or Apple. Please subscribe or follow to the Female Holistic Health Apothecary and the Awakened Man. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Mm-hmm.